Well, this is the Journey Tell podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Donati. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination, to find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs. It's in that. It's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of his own. Devin Ricks is a filmmaker. He's a director. He's a writer. He's a producer. Please help me welcome Devin to the show. Thank you so much for being here. No problem, no problem. Thank you for having me. I am glad to have you on the show. I want to first, okay, that was like a lot of different titles. And I understand how that is, as I wear a lot of titles too. I think that's just an amazing trait to have. Let's start with your filmmaker title. How has the filmmaker mind been in the midst of COVID? Well, I can say it's been creative. You got a lot of downtime. Depends what level you are at in the game. Um, you can still be working or you kind of got to take a back seat. The funny thing is with the filmmaking, I do a little acting as well. So I was actually fortunate, uh, you know, HBO had a new series. They came to Baltimore. Uh, the last time they did a series here was The Wire. So they did a new series called We On The City. So it was kind of a fresh air, kind of fun to jump on set and then not be behind the camera, but be you know on camera, a little cameo. Um, so it's been fun, like, you know, just my creative side been just, you know, creating. And then, like I said, it's been fun during COVID to jump on set real quick. Of course, it was mask and strict rules. And I'm like, I don't like this process with all the rules. But because, you know, normally, you know, when we do it, it's fun and just kind of like free roaming. But we had to do it with a little uh, restriction. But uh, nonetheless, we had fun. Uh, I was, ha- uh, you know, happy about that. So during COVID, it's just been a journey. So, you know, learned a lot and just pretty learning how to maneuver and still keep yourself you know, uh, in the game and, you know, elevating and stuff. So, yeah. You mentioned independent projects. Is there a favorite? Do you have an independent project that's your favorite so far that you've worked on? That's just really is something that's a little extra special to you. Well, actually, well, I'll, take, I'll go back a little second. Um, In the very beginning of COVID, I actually did a project. You know, COVID's been going on for a couple of years, so I'll be losing <laughs> track of time. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, but it's I, I get it. I, I do that from week to week. I'm like, was it last month? Was it? It's it's nuts. It's just different yeah. times. I guess the project that meant the most was the project I did back in 2014. It was part of my saga. That, uh, that chapter was called Beautiful Mistakes. So that was that chapter where I actually learned more about myself directing, you know, carrying a cast real heavy, then going to like premiere and just kind of taking it to a step higher and dealing with so many uh, new levels at that time. So I'll always hold that chapter close to me. Uh, but most recently, uh, 2020, during COVID, I did a short film uh, called Situations. A little poster right there. So uh, that was fun. Um, that was during COVID. And I think that's when COVID, the numbers were dropping. And we were kind of on that little nice little plateau back in October. And I think the numbers hiked back up by December. So it was like a nice little pocket. So I actually hold that project a lot close to me as well. Because that project and being my own project, I haven't done a project since 2014 to 2020. So that was kind of like a big gap. I was like, do I still got it? You know, you go through that little part, um, you know, and I did other things in between that time with the other titles and I had to get back to film because that was, that was my main passion. So I had to, you know, get back to that. So I went through a little uh, growth and spiritual, you know, hits. Um, but I hope that project close to me as well, the, being the most recent one and a project showing me that, you know, I still got it and just learning my new craft after that big gap from my last one to this one. You mentioned spirituality there, so that I want to touch on that a bit. What are your? Do you are you a spiritual person? Do you have a certain spiritual practice that you do? Well, Christianity, I you know God and Jesus, I keep you know what we were brought into as kids, and as you get older, you can kind of like wane a little bit. So 
just taking it for my own and learning my own personal um uh what's the word I'm looking for my personal practices through it and then learn spirituality uh through that so I did go into like meditation uh breathing exercises going into more of the universal way of doing things and not really too much religion but going into that you know spiritual realm and it's been good you know feeling a lot lighter uh learning more about myself uh and it helps with my creativity as well so then once you keep your your psyche good and then you can just maneuver creatively you know a lot better so so do you do something do you meditate every day is this like a daily ritual something that you do daily on a schedule on a routine or is it just kind of as you feel the need to do it uh, I do it when I when I feel I need to. And then when you got time, because you're kind of ripping and running. Uh, and the next thing you know, your day's gone. The next thing you know, a couple of weeks go by. So I do it when I um, when I have a moment and that just requires me probably just laying there. And then I sit up and do the breathing exercises. Um, I do uh, when I feel like I guess life is kind of like right here, kind of like uh, it's too much going on. I say, all right, let's take a let's take a little backseat. Let's uh, let's think. Why, you know, and I, you know, process my emotions. So on the psychological realm too. So I'd be like, Hey, why you, you know, why are you feeling like this? What's going on? Uh, kind of talk myself through, kind of coach myself through pretty much. And then do my exercises. So pretty much, you know, when I feel the need to, um, when it's necessary and I try to do it, try to do it every other week, you know, just kind of stay on a little schedule, but definitely when I feel like I'm about to tap out, I'm like, all right, shut everything off. And, you know, let's just get to the spiritual part. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Wait. So what happened or where when did you learn? How did you know this is what you needed to do in order for you to be able to process and move most effectively in life? I don't know, because I, I feel like spiritually where spirits is, uh, you know, first innate. So when we come to this human form. So I think it's always going to be like a DNA uh, structure with the spirit first. So my spirit talks to me and then that's through God and how I got into that realm. So when something, when I feel it and, and I'm just like, okay, I know if I'm feeling some kind of way, I can't continue on my schedule or my routine. So I know I need to stop. And then I sit myself down. So it's just something that calls inside of me, um, the spirit, because I think we're in two relationships from the spirit to the human side. So I know when my spirit knocks, I'm like, I better listen. And it's, and it's mine to have. So I have to abide by it. And I want my spirit to work with me and for me. So I can't go against it. So when it says, we need to you know, take a seat. I take a seat and then I listen to the human side too. And then, so it's kind of like a nice little balance. So it's like two relationships in one, but I got, you know, I can make sure we carrying it, you know, simultaneously. So, yeah. That was awesome. That was a great answer. What advice can you give someone that may be watching or listening? Maybe they're in a funk right now and they don't know, like to you, I'm, I'm very, I'm extremely spiritual too. So I'm, I have, do a lot of similar things to what you're talking about, but for some people maybe listening, it's not something that may not be something that's just easy to know how to do. Can you offer maybe three tips that you think someone could do to just kind of help them maneuver through and get started and going? Um, something that may may seem simple, but is the basis of what's needed to to get through. Well, I think number one is kind of like uh, trust yourself. So I'll, um, listen to yourself. So I I go into I guess that realm of all right, take a sit. Um, uh, practice listening, you know, if, you're, if your spirit's talking, your body's talking, whatever's talking, and you need to, you know, recognize with that, I think you need to just get into a better, uh, I guess, flow of listening and being quiet and being patient with yourself. I think those are the main keys. And when you go into that space, um, I feel like you develop more things. So then when you're quiet, you're listening, you know how to 
maneuver through. So then once you go from the quiet space to the maneuver space, and then you're like, okay, after the maneuver space, how do I get back up? So I think those kind of like a little start to middle to finish. So just some, you know, it can be small things. Um, but I think once you get those three, once you have like a plan, so I guess like a movie, you have a beginning, middle and end. So once you kind of see like what we need to do, all right, so what, how, how do I get from beginning, middle to end? And those, you know, I think those steps will, you know, be good. And once you do it more and often and frequently, it can just roll. So now you know yourself, you know how to move, you know how to get back up. So I think those things um, will be some good advice. And then the first thing is just listen to yourself and being patient and trusting yourself. Trusting yourself. That is so true. Um, that's what it's all about, right? Because it, again, it's, it's all on you, as you just said. Again, you and I think your circle, what does your circle look like? What is your circle, your, your, your circle? Is it, do you have a large circle, a small circle? What's it, what's it, what's it look like? What, who do you surround yourself with? Um, well, on a family tip and, or I guess the friend tip, both the circles are small because, uh, you know, you go through life and, you know, it's all hugs and, you know, let's, let's show love, show love. And you kind of go through life, you, you know, shed people, recycling emotions. So it became a lot smaller. And I actually like it that way a lot better because when you have, I guess, a good group and even it being small, maybe one or two, three people, I think that's all you need. Um, and the circle being smaller it's a lot, I can't say it's a lot safer. I guess it is a lot safer um, because I guess Tupac going back to not trust nobody, but you got to trust somebody, but it's like, it's a balance. But um, I like, you know, my circle is small and I think that's good because, you know, the industry that we're, you know, we're both in, you know, you got to kind of watch people, <laughs> keep it, you know, keep a little eye open. So um, yeah, I like keeping my circle small and I like inviting new people, you know, just kind of like, you know, and then trusting myself again, just like, okay, you know, I've been through enough stuff, so I kind of know, like, when my when I radiate my energy, is it a match? And do I feel, does it feel right? You know, if I get my, my alarm bells go off, my antlers go up, and something not right, and then I, you know, and even if I leave room for error, so if, if I am off, I think people will expose themselves, in, you know, expose themselves in time. So, um, you know, you just keep an eye open, and then you kind of see who's for you, who's not for you. But right now, I think the small way is the good way, and, um, you know, I'm, and I'm always open for, you know, growing. Um, you just got to, like I said, just watch people. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I understand what you mean completely. I want you to talk about your, you have a, your own media outlet that you started called Dev TV. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah. So Dev TV, that's been like my, uh, my baby. That's been like my pocket. Like that's been like, okay, when things start, um, you know, slow down with film or things or whatever. Then I have Dev TV. Like, okay, let's jump into that. Um, so pretty much Dev TV. That's been like the thing that kind of propelled me forward in the industry. So that's when I started getting out there, going to the award shows, interviewing the celebrities. And I'm like, and you kind of see like, oh shoot, like this is, you know, this is. I just tasted the game, or I just walked through the doors. And um, the funny thing is, I, when it happened, I didn't even. I guess you have a mindset of what you think it's going to be when you make it, or when you start to do things versus when it really happens and then you're like was that it this is the what i've been building up and then that's that you know i mean not saying that's all it was but it's kind of like that's all it was so then you kind of realize you know how to grind and how to move and make sense of it but you know dev tv has been great um i started that uh started branding it more in college or when i was leaving high school but then i started my like channel on youtube when i was in ninth grade 
So it's just been like fun things. I started getting my camera in school at 15, 16 years old, recording things in the hallway or in class at the at the basketball games. And everybody was like, yo, put it on, you know, put it on my YouTube. And people asked me to put their videos on. So it started becoming like this thing. And getting like 10,000, 11,000 views back then was like big because I think that's when YouTube kind of just started. So but back then, people was like, what is YouTube? So being like the first one in my school to, you know, start YouTube and start my own channel, um, it's just been fun. Like I was a kid and I didn't think dev TV would be anything because uh, it was just fun stuff. And then when I actually got the opportunity to work with, you know, the big networks and do interviews um, uh, years later, I'm just like, OK, I guess dev TV was a purpose for that. So, I mean, I, I love it. You know, it keeps me going, keeps me uh, motivated and inspired. Yeah. What's your goal for that? What's what's next for you? Um, with Dev TV right now, I'm just, you know, continuing to network, um, just meeting great people. That's been fun because I met some people. They And it's good when they come to Baltimore because, you know, that's my hometown, but everything's in L.A. or Miami or all, every everywhere but here. So it, it'd be great with some, you know, uh, talents and movie premieres, Hollywood premieres come to Baltimore, D.C. And I'm like, all right, I can get in the car and hit that. So um, it's just pretty much, you know, networking. Um, Just keep building, keep growing. Um, I started uh, a fun uh, element to dev tv called the after party you know and the after party it's like a nostalgic cross between um you know 106 and park and trl kind of like throwing back the throwback vibes so just want to embody you know um those good times and just you know a good music conversation uh trying to book guests from those days like those sitcoms and you know just kind of like weaving it all together and the stuff i love growing up me i could show me you love watching growing up so um you know just keeping it fun i had to be and that's the thing too when dev tv started growing you had to be creative in that as well because things can slow up with that. So I was just like, all right, cool. Let me, let me start this element to this, to dev TV instead of starting something brand new. And that's the thing as well. Wearing so many hats, you want to start so many new things, but I had to tell myself, okay, we got to start something within something we already started. So you won't feel like you have so many unopened projects, you know, but you know, dev TV just keep growing and um, just networking. I'm, I'm always open because uh, the media side has been great. And I think just watching me more how to, you know, speak and talk and, and things like that. So um, it's been fun. Yeah. And so is your focus, your focus right now is on, is it more on the filmmaking side, on the writing or kind of where, what's the, what's your focus at this moment? At this particular moment, it is dev TV. Cause um, if you talked to me, maybe a couple months ago, it would have been the movies. Cause it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, whatever I get hit with first, I never got hit with both of them at the same time where I'm like, I gotta do dev TV and I gotta, start a project so it's been kind of like an alternating revolving door so like when one slows up the other one comes and it keeps me you know going so i've never been hit twice uh with both things at the same time but at this moment uh it is uh dev tv with uh, the new show i started so we doing that every other bi-weekly so um just kind of you know keeping that fresh and content and you know emails and stuff just trying to you know keep networking so uh dev tv has been great and then um you know the movies and the film uh, I, th I think with that, that's a more of a bigger process because when you got to sit down and write and then plan your team and production, that's that's more of a heavier uh, load to carry. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, I enjoy it, but uh, I got to pick and choose when that when I start that process, because it when you start a, a production or a movie, that's that's about six to eight months <laughs> you down. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so right now it's Dev TV and, and just, you know, just keeping things open with that. And then, are you? Do you have a film coming up after that next? Are you not? Are you not? You're saying you're not quite sure. The next part. Uh, the, uh, the next part. part. 
Yeah. Um. Well, that's that's another thing with I guess budgets and money and things like I that. Got so it. Like, yeah. So if you get like a good um, uh, if I, you know, networking uh in terms of like getting you know I guess sponsors or uh, investors you know then that's like all right that's that's go. I think my you no know, with my other projects has been my own pocket my own money uh running through my credit <laughs> and because you know you want to keep it going but I had to learn that as well. So okay we can't keep you know burning the credit you know and, and things like that so coming out of my own pocket so now i'm getting to more of the business side of it and i guess putting down the the kids side of it i guess when i first started i was real young so it was just like create 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 so now we're going into adult years it's like okay now we have to do you know make sense you got real bills to pay and you got to kind of balance a little bit but yeah i'm always open um i get i get something opportunity i'm just like all right does it make sense and, and let's rock you know so yeah yeah that's why you're probably, that's also you're creative too. So that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can you finish this sentence for me? I am a great human being <laughs> and a master of emotional intelligence. I like that. Who can control my own by any means necessary. Okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, you had to think about it. All right. So I would like to wrap with a segment that I call tell and tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. What is something that you can tell us about yourself that you have not told anyone before? A secret opinion about yourself? Well, it's kind of fun. I can't do it right at this moment, though. But it'd be, it'd be weird. Um, sometimes if I'm, when I'm dreaming, I... um. I get this like rap flow and sometimes I'd be, I'd be at concerts maybe, or I just be kind of to myself or I'm just out and this beat comes on. It's random in my dreams and I just be spitting, just going. And I'd be in my dream like, what? And I'd be, and it's like that lucid dream. And I'm like, yo, don't wake up and stay in it. And then sometimes I wake up and like, yo, that verse was hard. Like it'd be weird. And I don't know. And I'd be like, sometimes I can get it when I'm awake. Um, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm calm and things like that. But it's like this real cool rap flow. And it's just like, you know, I love music and, you know, my rap artists um, and things like that. So it just be weird. Um, and I did a little, you know, uh, not too much of a heavy singing, but, you know, I can carry some notes. Um, people don't know that. It's not something that I put out there. But um, just like around family and just chill time, um, you know, we just be vibing. I have a few cousins that, you know, do uh, music and I just, you know, just join with them. Um, and then my uh, my Instagram name is Primetime Dev. So they was like, yo, if you ever do music, yo, just, just name me so Primetime. And I'm like, all right. So I think that's been something that's been uh, uh, kind of fun and that a lot of people don't know about me. Okay. I love it. Well, look, you should follow that singing component too. Don't ignore that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, if someone wants to follow you on your journey, how do they go about doing so? Um, follow me on my journey. Um, so you can hit me up uh, personally on my uh, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is prom underscore time underscore dev. Uh, that's where you can find, you know, everything at. And that's, you know, plugged in with uh, dev TV. Um, I did do the clothing line as well. So I have a creative brand. Uh, it's my name pretty much is uh, the DJR experience. So it's Devin J. Ricks experience. And that's been like creatively just clothes. I have a clothing line, no more apologies. So it's kind of like unapologetic, think yourself first, moving forward. Um, you want to start some fragrances. So I, I kept that under like that, uh, creative umbrella. So just like, you know, fragrances, events, you know, fun things I did. Cause back in high school, I threw parties for my, for my, my class. So we have a, a county in Baltimore, it's called Baltimore County. So like the Baltimore County, everybody came out, 
so many people. And then that was 16 years old. Didn't know what that was. We, we just know we rented out a place. It was like hundreds of people. And I'm like, okay, this may be something to it. We'll collaborate with people in the area. Um, but then, you know, learning that, that's been fun. So uh, if you want to hit me up on that, the DJR experience, um, check out the clothing line. Um, it's a DJR experience um, on all platforms. And uh, Dev TV, uh, you hit me up on there. It's uh, dev.tv.official. Um, and yeah, so that's where you can find me at and see what I'm working with. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I so much really, really, really enjoyed the conversation. So thank you. You as well. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you. Well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. I'm going to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.